Hi, my babies. I know you all love listening to my voice every week, and I love each and every one of y'all for tuning in with me, but I would be remiss if I didn't shout out Spotify for podcasters. They allow me to record and edit all in one app. They have user-friendly tips and tricks, and they really just make it easy for a new podcaster like me. So if you're looking to start your own podcast, or maybe you're just looking for a new podcast to tune into, I highly recommend Spotify for podcasters. Welcome to Pretty Girl Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Michelle, and whoever you are, I love you already. If you're new to this podcast, hi, hello, and welcome. Nothing is off limits here, and you can count on me to run my mouth on just about anything. So relax wherever you are listening to this and enjoy my voice for the duration of this episode. Hi, my loves. It is Sunday. No. Wow. No, today's not Sunday. Today is Monday. I'm a day late, but I, whatever. It is 727 and I am going to upload this at some point tonight, but I couldn't go another week without uploading, especially because y'all, I just had the best trip to New Orleans. I think I'm going to go back. Normally when I'm on vacation, like I'll be ready to come home and get back to my routine, but I honestly, I miss New Orleans. I felt comfortable there. I went to Bourbon Street. Um, Okay, let's back up. I went for a conference for my sorority. And while I did do the work of my organization, I also went and had fun. And the food, the environment, the vibes, just the people in New Orleans, just people in Louisiana in general, like it felt comfortable. I'm not going to say it felt like home. It didn't feel like home, but it felt somewhere like it's somewhere that I would be able to go visit and not be super anxious or like ready to go or anything like that. Like I had such a good time. It was such a nice break. I went, we left last Wednesday at 10 o'clock. We got to New Orleans Thursday morning around 3.30, 4 o'clock, y'all. And I was on like real crackhead time. I was really running off caffeine and alcohol and food when I could get to it. But we got there Thursday. We took literally, my line sister and I took an hour nap in my mama's hotel. We woke up, we went to go do registration and all that fun stuff. And then we stayed up the rest of the day. I day drank all fucking day. Um, I was pretty much drunk the whole time I was there with the exception of yesterday. I was sober, like no coffee, no alcohol, no nothing. So I'm getting back on track today. I kind of spent, I definitely slept in cause I, we didn't get back until 10 o'clock last night. So I, I'm very glad that I took today off from work. Um, and I definitely got a text about some bullshit that I'm going to walk into work tomorrow, but that's going to be a tomorrow problem. Today, I'm enjoying my evening. I open my window. I kind of want to see the sunset. And my courtyard that my apartment looks over lights up at night. So it kind of lights up my room and it's so pretty. So I'm going to see and enjoy that. I am currently in my room recording this, watching YouTube, um, catching up on all of my girlies from coast to coast. So this week's episode, I really wanted to talk about romanticizing my life. And I felt like it was such an appropriate topic to discuss because I just got back from vacation and I promise you I romanticized the fuck out of that vacation like y'all know how I was talking about that whole delusional thinking and I think it was last week's episode and how I kind of counteract the imposter syndrome that I feel from time to time like I literally was like no everybody wants to travel like I do everybody wishes that they could just get on a road trip take three days off work work enjoy a four-day um trip to Louisiana for a conference but also like enjoy the state of Louisiana I really thought that like the whole the whole time I took pictures 
the whole nine. It was just amazing to me. And so what it made me realize is that although I do suffer, which I think a lot of people do, like it's normal to have imposter syndrome, I'm starting to realize that I'm worthy of good things. I'm worthy of the positive things that happen in my life, being able to take off work, go on trips, having a job that's flexible enough to do so. My second job that I talked about, I literally got paid Saturday morning while I was there. And it's just like, at one point, this is something that I prayed for. Maybe not within this environment, maybe not around this age, maybe not in this profession. But at one point in my life, like I told myself I was going to pop my shit in my 20s. And I feel like even with the struggles and like day-to-day issues that may come up, I still romanticize the fuck out of everything that goes on because it's like I'm in the middle of something that I prayed for for years. Like I'm still learning to adjust. I'm still learning how to love my environment. But for the most part, I'm fine. Like I feel like a broken record because I feel like I said the same thing last week. But because I truly mean it, even with all of the ups and downs that have occurred since I've moved to Houston, this has been some of the best six months that I've had because I've still been able to do what I want while still learning to adjust to a new environment, to a new city, to a new job, to a new lifestyle. I'm getting ready to be 25. So doing all this at 24, it's like, bitch, sit back and enjoy it. Stop thinking of everything that could go wrong or getting hung up on the things that aren't going right. And really enjoy the fuck and romanticize the fuck out of what is going on right now. And I say that to say I'm enjoying my failures because I'm starting to understand that if something does not go right, instead of dwelling on it, instead of crying about it, yes, I like I always say, feel your emotions. They're, they're normal. But at the end of the day, it might not just be your season. It's not my season. If something doesn't go how I planned it, it wasn't for me or this isn't my season to experience whatever it is that I had planned for. But take that and enjoy it because there's always going to be something else that comes along or and it could be better. It couldn't it might just be a delay. But at the end of the day, you're still like I'm still popping my shit. And I always live by the quote where like if if it doesn't happen, it's not God's denial. It might just be a delay. And ever since I have kind of adapted and adopted that mindset, it's like, okay, everything's going to be okay. It might not be working out right now, but I'm God's favorite, period. And that's not even delusional thinking. That's just, it is what I'm God's favorite. And being that I'm his favorite, whatever I have planned that didn't go right, that wasn't in his favor. Or maybe I need to sit back and wait for his favor for a little longer. And that's okay because then I feel like you appreciate it more once you get there. And so feel your feelings. They're normal. Let your emotions come, flow, let them be. But at the end of the day, let them go. Pray about it and let it go. I give all that to the man upstairs because he knows what to do with it. I do not. I am dramatic. I'm going to drag it. I'm not. I'm just going to drag it. And it's also taught me how to slow down and enjoy what is going right. It doesn't have to be like, I don't always have to be productive. I was probably the least productive ever today. I slept in until 10 o'clock. Yes, I got some stuff done. I had to unpack. That's a given. I washed some clothes from last week that I'm going to need for work for this week. But literally productive wise, those are the only two things I've done. 
I went to lunch with my best friend. I went over and took a nap at her place for a little bit. Like I really just enjoyed the fuck out of my day off because that's what it is. It's a day off, not a day to add productivity. So slowing down and enjoying being a 24 year old woman in a big city and not having to always be productive 24 seven, 365 has made it so much easier to enjoy the little things. It's made it so much easier to romanticize every little fucking thing in my life down to fucking grocery shopping. Like it's grocery shopping. You know, that's an adult thing that you have to do in order to survive on your own. But I romanticize it. It's almost like, because if I've said it on my close friends, I don't think I've ever said it on here. I go grocery shopping every Saturday at 6 a.m. Why? I don't know. I don't like big crowds. I like to get in and out. I know some people go super late at night before they close. Same concept. I'm romanticizing being able to get up early on my Saturday and get that out of the way. So by eight, nine o'clock, if I want to take a nap and then start my day, I don't feel like I've wasted, you know, a whole day or I, or I don't feel like I have to go be an adult before I go out, go quote unquote outside. Like I've already done that. So when everybody else is getting up and it's time to go outside, I can go to brunch. I can go day drink. I can go to happy hour and not have to, in the back of my mind, think, oh fuck, I need to go be responsible. But I romanticize that. It's like, okay, well, I got up and got that out of the way. So that's not something I have to worry about. Like you might wake up at nine, 10 o'clock on a Saturday or on a Sunday or have to wait until you get off work to do that. But I don't have to because I've already done it. Like, and that's not making myself seem better than anyone. It just works for me. You know what I mean? Like I've come up with this delusion for myself that it works for me and it allows me more time to A, be productive or B, be lazy. But then on the back end, it's like, I don't have to do it at an inconvenient time or at a time that I want to go do something else. So that's why I say literally romanticize every little thing. And, and when it doesn't have to be this like overboard, luxurious thing, it's just what makes you happy. The things, the day-to-day tasks that make you who you are or the small things that make you happy, romanticize them. That's all I'm saying. And it doesn't have to be this whole like aesthetic. If you want it to be that's fine, but it doesn't have to be just your day-to-day activities, romanticize them, romanticize them until you no longer feel anxious about doing it, or you no longer feel like it's a quote unquote productive thing. Even me going to work, I romanticize the fuck out of my gym routine in the morning. I romanticize my morning routine after the gym, getting ready for work. I romanticize my, my coffee, the way that I make my coffee, the way that I do my makeup, The little routine I have, like when I'm getting ready to leave for work, my routine once I get to work in my parking garage, my little setup, my my routine once I get to work, making my to-do list to do at work, my routine after work, my commute, romanticize it. That is normal day-to-day shit that I have to do in order to be an adult and survive. But I make it seem like it's just this luxurious overboard activity because it makes me feel good. It makes it less of a productive thing and more of a, I enjoy doing this. Like I know that I have to do it. So why not enjoy it or why not make it fun type of thing? Yes. Do I go out on the weekends and bullshit and drink? Yeah. We romanticizing that shit too, because not only am I a productive corporate girly, but a bitch can be outside at any given point on any given day during the week. Happy hour on a random Thursday. Absolutely. I'm there. Am I going to work the next morning, Friday, 8 a.m.? Absolutely. But that's what makes me me and making it a luxury thing 
in my mind allows me to give off that energy. Like everything I do is just this highfalutin ass, dramatic ass activity. Bitch, you're going to work. You're going to go to the gym. You're going to wash your ass. You're going to go to work. That is what you're going to do. When I come home, some nights I have meetings, some nights I don't. Like I romanticize that too. I'll open my window so I can see my courtyard. I'll turn on a YouTube video in the background. I'll sit on my meeting. I'll set my kitchen up so I can still see the TV, but still focus on my meeting. I'm taking notes. I'm probably on FaceTime with my man at some point, but I'm romanticizing it. It's like everybody wants to be you know, a busy girly or a girl that is a multifaceted girl. Like everybody wants to do that. Bitch, no, they don't. No, no, they don't. But that's okay. I can trick myself into thinking that because it makes me feel good. It makes it seem like less of a task and more of a I get to do this type of thing. And the other thing I will say is taking pictures, making memories. Like I love when people try to say, oh, y'all don't live in the moment, whoop doop de woo But it's like, my mom literally showed me a photo album of her in the 80s, like late 80s, early 90s when she was in college with, because um, she crossed in college in North Carolina when she met my daddy, the different trips and stuff they would go on because my dad was in a bike club back home. Um, y'all know the whole Freak Nick documentary is getting ready to come out. Like literally the whole photo album was like just that. And I'm starting to see while, yes, I do enjoy living in the moment. I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to take a video. This past weekend in New Orleans, I've never been to New Orleans. I'm going to take a picture it's because those are people that I'm not around all the time. Even when I go back to Colleen for like chapter meetings or we have Zooms and stuff, it's not super personable or like everybody that's within my chapter might not be there. You're talking about a conference that happens once a year and everybody goes to it. I'm taking pictures, girls from other chapters that I I don't get to see, women that I grew up knowing and who helped raise me that I don't get to see every day. Yeah, I'm gonna take a picture. I'm gonna take a picture on the road. I'm gonna take a picture of my food. I'm gonna take a picture of every fucking outfit that I put on because next year, that's all I'm gonna have is the pictures from New Orleans this year. You know what I mean? So while I, yes, I do love it, enjoy living in the moment and I don't feel like you have to quote unquote vlog your whole life if that's what you want to do who fuck cares like like I say romanticize the shit if that's something that makes you happy bitch go for it don't let anybody deter you from doing that because they're so quote unquote off of social media and unplugged and good for fucking you good for fucking you go you that's not me when I go on a trip or I go on vacation especially the type it depends on the type of vacation. I'm going to take pictures. I'm going to look back a year from now and enjoy the memories that I've made. Like when my memories and stuff pop up on Snapchat and Instagram, it's just like, damn, a year ago, I was really outside doing this, that, and the third with this, that, and the third person. Like, because one day that's all you're going to have are the pictures and the videos. You're not like, yes, I can explain the experience, but to show somebody, sometimes that is very rewarding for me. And so I'm learning to... Yes, enjoy the moment. Yes, enjoy the experience. Yes, enjoy the people. But I want to document what that was like too. You know what I mean? Like I feel like people always talk about nostalgia and this, that, and the third. And it's like, okay, but sometimes I want a physical picture of what of that nostalgia that I'm that I'm feeling. You know what I mean? So take pictures. Take them all. Take all the goddamn videos. Take all the fucking pictures you want because one day that's all that we're going to have. 
romanticize the fuck out of taking pictures, romanticize the fuck out of the experiences that you're documenting because one day that's all you're going to have. So enjoy it. And that also leads me into creating vision or mood boards that go with your current mental status or go with your current season. There's one girl that I watch on YouTube. She splits her year up into four seasons. So January to March, April to June, July through September, and then October through December. Like she keeps, excuse me, she keeps her year in seasons. And then every month she does a different vision board. She does a different um, mood board. She does a different goal list for each month of every season because we change throughout the year. There are 12 months, 365 days in a year. You're going to change month to month. Hell, you're going to change day to day and that's okay. But again, that goes into documenting what what's going on at your current period of life. If And for me, I don't do a different vision board or anything, but like I'll change my lock screen or I'll change my home screen. However I'm feeling, it could be colors, it could be pictures, it could be items, whatever I'm feeling that day or that month or that season, I make as my lock screen. So a lot of times if you see me screenshot and it's different from day to day, it's because, okay, well, my mood changed, my vibe changed, my quote unquote aesthetic changed from time to time. And it goes into my delusional thinking, like it feeds into my delusion. Like I have this luxurious, this monotone, this aesthetic background. So obviously my life clearly has to reflect that. Like like right now, I think mine is like um, an outlined picture of Mulatto or Big Lotto, my bad, laying on a stack of money. And it's like a pinkish orange backdrop. Literally has nothing to do with what's going on in my life. But not only does it give me something to look at every day that really embodies what I want for my life, but it also reflects my mood. Like what bitch ain't trying to get money right now? Or what bitch isn't trying to enjoy the money she's making? We work hard for our money. It's going to come back tenfold, but I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to spend it on things that I want to spend it on and experiences that I want to experience that uplift my mood, uplift my whole, my overall vibe. That's just what I'm going to do. And it changes, constantly changes. I think I've had like three or four different lock screens in the last, like since the year started. We're only on month four. I think this is my, I think it's my third lock screen for sure, for sure. But on the flip side of that, I do believe that sometimes taking social breaks, whether it be from social media, whether it be from people, whether it be from both. I honestly think that sometimes that's necessary to figure out what I want to do and figure out what is making me happy or what might be going wrong in my current season that I need to maybe work on. So a lot of times my phone is on D&D, especially at night. Like my bedtime is nine o'clock. My phone goes on D&D, like the sleep mode at 845. And then it doesn't come back on until five o'clock the next morning when I'm in the gym. And then sometimes I'll put it back on sleep because I don't want to hear my notifications while I'm in the gym. Because as early as I get up, there are some people that are up that time of morning or like just going to sleep. And so I'll wake up, I'll check my notifications, I'll go to the gym, I'll enjoy my morning. But some days at work, I put my phone and do not disturb. Some days I sit around at home or like today, I didn't. But there's some Sundays I literally will wake up, put my phone on D&D, I'll record the podcast, I'll wash clothes, I'll clean the house, 
I'll get ready for the week. I'll cook a big breakfast and just enjoy my own company. Like, that's it. I'm not saying that I'm ignoring people or that I'm being antisocial, but my social battery does run low. After this past weekend, like, I literally did not want to do shit all day today. I saw one person. I've talked to a total of three people today because I don't want to be bothered. I just, I've literally spent the last four and a half, five days around nothing but people. And so I have to go to work tomorrow and deal with people, especially because I've been gone for three days from work. So I have to go in and deal with people. So today I unplugged. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to go do anything. I did go hang out with my best friend just because it doesn't come around often that I'm that I have a day off and can just bullshit and go over there and spend time with her whenever normally it's like after work or on the weekend so I did go do that but for the most part I stayed in I unpacked I washed clothes I put my I had bought a license plate for my car I put that up but like that was the most like I say quote-unquote productive thing that I did today I just enjoyed myself and did things that I wanted to do I left my best friends I came home um my clothes are done. I drank me a vitamin C water. I talked to my man for a little bit. I talked to my mama for a little bit. And now I'm laying in my bed watching YouTube waiting for the sun to go down. Like that's sometimes that's all it takes. And I feel like that is the other side of romanticizing life. Like sometimes I'll clean the kitchen and light a candle. I'll turn on like some lo-fi music or something on my TV and just let it play in the background as background noise. I'll open up the window to watch the sunset or watch the courtyard light up and just the lights in my garage shine through my my window. And I just vibe. Like, that's just a cute little vibe. Or some days I'll go up to the pool. I'll sit at the pool and have me a couple hours at the pool. Might not get in, but just sit there. So I feel like time to myself is the other romantic part or the other delusion. Because it's like everybody wants to be able to have a slow night like me. Like, everybody wants to be able to turn on lo-fi music or a Spotify playlist and watch the sunset, let the light shine in into the house without you having to cut on a whole bunch of lights. Like everybody wants to be able to do that. You know what I mean? No, everybody doesn't. But in my mind, in order to make me feel good and to uplift my spirits, I act like everybody does. And that's fine. There is a certain level of delusion that you have to have sometimes when you romanticize your life because it's like, bitch, anybody can go in their house, cut off all the lights, turn on the TV and sit in their bed with the windows open like that's nothing special but you can trick yourself into thinking that it is and that's what the fuck I'm gonna do tonight like I'm gonna finish this I'm gonna upload it for y'all I know nobody's probably gonna listen to it tonight but me just to play it back but to me it's like everybody wants to be able to do this everybody wants to be able to sit and record a podcast and just enjoy a slow night to get ready for work tomorrow bitch no they don't but in my mind they do and that's all that matters to me that's what makes me feel good. That's what make allows me to romanticize the little things in life cuz it's too easy like I said just to sit in the house in the dark listen to yourself talk for 20 30 minutes, upload it and then lay your ass down. Like that's extremely easy. Anybody can fucking do that. But in my mind, everybody wants to be doing that. So that's how I romanticize it. And that's the other thing. Recording my podcast brings me a lot of peace because I'm I'm as much as I don't talk in public, as much as I can walk around my house by myself and not say anything, this brings me so much peace. It brings me so much joy, especially because there are people that support me. So to me, it's like I'm not talking on or I'm not talking to dead ears or however the fuck you say it. Like there are people who listen. There are people who give me feedback and I love it, especially when it comes from women, because 
it's just a certain level of support that a woman can give to another woman that is so unexplainable but so necessary and that's another thing that's the other thing that romanticizes my life like I sit here and watch like the YouTube girlies and stuff and it's like I could do that like I can do that am I no but I can do that this podcast to me is equivalent to the vlog girlies that get on the internet and upload every week because I upload every week you might not be able to see me but I'm talking to a mic all they're doing is talking to a camera you can just see them you can't see me so in my mind I'm like them Am I? No, but it is what it is. Like, that's how I romanticize every little fucking thing. And that is okay. I let me be delusional on my own. I don't want your opinion. I don't care because you're not doing my day to day activities. And if you are, you're not doing them in the same order that I am. You're not doing them in the same way that I am. You're not doing them with the same energy that I am. So in my mind, my life is romantic. Like everybody wants to be doing what I'm doing. Be delusional. No one cares. It, it Like, it is what it is. And so that's why I say the biggest, the biggest way to, and I feel like I've said romanticize about a million and fucking million and one times, but the biggest way for me to romanticize my life and the biggest advice that I can give to romanticize yours is to literally enjoy every single task that you do every day. You don't have to have a long to-do list of things. You don't have to have this cookie-cutter routine. But the things that you do get done on a day-to-day basis, the things that are the actions and the tasks that you do on a day-to-day basis, romanticize them. Be delusional. Who the fuck cares? As long as you're not like being like actually delusional, then who cares? And nobody has to know that you're quote-unquote romanticizing your life nobody has to know that you have this delusional thought process about the things that you do every day it's an internal thing you have to romanticize it you have to have a certain level of delusion you have to believe that there's quote-unquote lucky girl syndrome you have to do all those things because when you do I feel like not only do you trick yourself into thinking that that's what the fuck it is I feel like then you literally that's it it becomes your reality you're low-key manifesting And I add prayer behind mine, so I know I'm good. I know it's going to come to fruition. Is it going to come to fruition on my time? Absolutely not. On God's time? Absolutely, 1,000%. It's always going to work out in my favor because I am God's favorite. And everybody wants to do the things that I'm doing. They just wish that they could, and they're not. It's It's very easy to say, but when you actually practice it, bitch, it like adds a whole nother level to your life and it almost you like you almost go through life just on cloud nine because it's like you're the center of your world I tell people all the time I not I might not be the center of attention but I'm the center of attention in my world damn it and that's what the fuck energy I give off and I don't care because that's what allows me to come off as confident it allows me to get stuff done when I need to get it done it allows me to have confidence and believe in what I'm doing every day is right without having to second guess myself, without having to worry about the opinions of others. I just romanticize the shit. I mean, some shit's going to go wrong. That's just life. It's inevitable. But as long as you believe in what the fuck you got going, it don't matter what nobody else has to say. Do you, sis, pop your shit do what works for you. Do what makes you happy. Love on who loves on you. Enjoy every little experience that you have every day. 
from brushing your teeth to taking a shower to your commit to work your commute to work to if you work from home, making your morning coffee, enjoying making your breakfast, enjoy getting set up for the day, enjoy making your to-do list, enjoy that bath or that shower that you take after work, enjoy meal prepping on a Sunday, enjoy cooking when you come home, enjoy the fuck out of it all. Because at the end of the day, nobody can tell you what you can and cannot enjoy in your life. And if you romanticize it, you literally don't even give a fuck what anybody on the outside world says because you done thought yourself into a delusion that like, bitch, I don't care what the next bitch is doing or what she's saying because she wants to be like me anyway. What I got going is not better than her, but I mean, I set the standard and it is what it is. As long as you're not walking around like your shit don't stink and stuck up and shit, it doesn't matter. You, the delusion is an internal thing. And I'm not saying go out, go out, like go out here and be a mean girl. But what I am saying is, bitch, pop your shit. Be the center of your world at the end of the day. If that's the one thing that you get from this, enjoy being the center of attention in your world because that's what the fuck I have been doing and it works. It works. It doesn't doesn't happen overnight. And I find myself like when I am getting super anxious or I am feeling a little depressed or a little more emotional than I would on a regular day, I literally just think of everything happens in my favor. I am God's favorite. Everything that is meant for me is already for me. I just have to show the fuck up as me and let it happen. I promise you, you adopt that mindset and bitch, you're golden. Shit you not. But that is all I have for today's episode. So if you enjoyed this, please, please, please drop a rating, leave a comment, follow me on all of the things. I know my outro always says that, but I think I'm going to change it, y'all. That's the other thing. I don't think anybody, or if you have, shout out to you. Like, my intro and my outro are definitely pre-recorded. So, this part is the only part that's, like, super candid and off script. So, I love each and every one of y'all. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. I will be back on regular schedule this week. So, you'll have another episode this Sunday. But I love, love, love you. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And I will talk to you on Sunday. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pretty Girl Vibes. I post weekly episodes every Sunday, and if there is a specific topic you would like me to run my mouth about, let me know in the comments or over on my social media. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel and tell everyone you know about the vibes we enjoy over this way. My channel will always be linked in the show notes, and make sure you are following the podcast Instagram at Pretty Girl Vibes underscore podcast, as well as my personal Instagram at A Alley underscore, which are also linked in the show notes. Love you and see you next week. Yeah.